In times of war, soldiers can often be seen running through the thick of battle with a long, crown-shaped ring of ammunition slung over their bodies, dotted all along with bullets which will feed their weapon. Where would the soldier be without this trusted piece of gear? He would very quickly find himself out of ammunition, defenseless against the enemy. As Catholics, we must know that our spiritual battle gear includes a crown that is just as and even more important because each bullet it contains goes straight to God's heart, piercing this heart and drawing forth upon us the precious blood of Jesus Christ. This is the crown of the Holy Rosary, and the bullets are each Hail Mary. How did the devotion of the Holy Rosary get its name? Why has devotion to Mary come to be associated with roses? Why does the Litany of Loretto, Our Lady's Litany, refer to Mary as the mystical rose? Catholic tradition has always seen in the rose the perfect flower, the most beautiful and the strongest. There is no other which matches the vibrancy of its color or the perfect shape of its petals. There there is thus to be found a very fitting symbolism for the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary and her all-pure soul. When our Blessed Mother appeared to St. Juan Diego in Mexico in 1531, it was a satchel of miraculously appearing roses which manifested her presence. Roses come in several different colors. The white rose symbolizes Mary's incomparable purity. The gold, her royal place as the Queen Mother. The red, the severity of her suffering as her son was crucified. The stem of the rose is covered in thorns, the thorns which in their sharpness can be likened to the sword that pierced Mary's soul after the prophecy of Simeon. A sincere recitation of the Hail Mary, the essential prayer of the crown of the rosary, brings down God's mercy upon us and all the graces he wishes to give us for our eternal salvation. Therefore, like the soldier reaching for the bullets slung around him when the bullets fly and dangers threaten from all sides, in every danger, physical and spiritual, but above all, when sinful temptations abound, let us reach for our rosary. Why is the Holy Rosary so powerful in obtaining God's graces? Why is it such a necessary and essential element of every Catholic's spiritual battle gear? The answer begins in the very person of Mary and her absolutely unique place among God's creatures. The fathers of the church, many saints, and in particular, that great apostle of Mary, St. Louis Grignon de Montfort, teach us that Mary is rightfully called the new Eve. Whereas the human race came into existence through, but also fell into original sin through the disobedience of the first woman, Eve, it is through Mary and her fiat of absolute acceptance of God's will that Jesus Christ is given to the world, that he suffers and dies for us on the cross, and that the human race is thus redeemed. By the first eve, mankind is, is born and falls into sin. By the second, mankind is reborn in the grace of God. The motto of St. Louis de Montfort, which, with which many of us are already well familiar, was to Jesus through Mary. This saying perfectly sums up the spirit of his classic spiritual work, True Devotion to the Blessed Virgin, in which we find the formula for the total consecration to Jesus through Mary. 
you know, of course, that the words in the middle of the Hail Mary prayer are, Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. All true devotion to our Blessed Mother increases our devotion to her divine Son. Why is this? Because these two hearts, the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary, are inseparably united in heaven in the love of a mother and son. Of course, in this this union of love, the Son is the Son of God, and the Mother, God's most perfect creature, she who was conceived immaculately, free from all stain of sin, and who, at the end of her earthly life, was assumed into heaven. As with the servants at the wedding feast of Cana, Mary always wills that the will of her divine Son be accomplished. Her words to the servants, whatsoever he shall say to you, do ye, Mary says to us as well. Which prayers comprise the Holy Rosary? The venerable crown begins, our beads in hand, with the Apostles' Creed. It is followed by the Our Father and then three Hail Marys. Then begins the heart of the Rosary, the part known as the Decades. These are the five sets of ten Hail Marys. Before each decade is said one Our Father, and afterwards one Glory Be. It is also customary and highly recommended to add the Fatima prayer, that is, the prayer, O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, and after each Glory Be. At the end of the five decades are recited the Hail Holy Queen, and to conclude, the Collect of the Mass from the Feast of the Most Holy Rosary the 7th October, in the traditional liturgical calendar. You will notice that I said the rosary is comprised of five decades of Hail Marys. This is because this is the number of decades decades which it is customary to recite in one sitting, that is, one recitation of the rosary. The entire crown of the Most Holy Rosary, however, contains 15 decades, not just 50 Hail Marys, but 150 comprising the various mysteries from the lives of our Lord and Our Lady, the glorious mysteries traditionally recited on Sunday, Wednesday, and Saturday, the joyful mysteries on Monday and Thursday, and the sorrowful mysteries on Tuesday and Friday. In addition to commemorating the most important mysteries from the lives of our Savior and His Blessed Mother, The 150 Hail Marys of the crown of the Holy Rosary bears the spiritual symbolism of the Psalter, the 150 Psalms of the Old Testament. It is for this reason that the Most Holy Rosary has always been referred to as Our Lady's Psalter. Moreover, the Rosary is a prayer which, through the guidance of the Holy Spirit, developed organically in the life of the Church through through the devotional prayers of the first hermits, the Desert Fathers, like St. Anthony the Abbot. These monks would recite continuously the prayer of the Our Father on circular strings containing 150 beads. The Holy Rosary really took root in the Church's devotional life, however, with St. Dominic de Guzman, founder of the Dominican Order, in response to the outbreak of the Albigensian heresy in southern France during the 12th and 13th centuries. St. Dominic preached the recitation of the rosary far and wide in every village he visited in order to combat these heretics who challenged the validity of the church's sacraments 
and who portrayed themselves as the pure ones, in contrast to the Catholics, whom they considered unworthy, not holy enough, not rigorous enough in their works of mortification. The Rosary of Our Blessed Mother was, of course, the perfect weapon against the Albigensians because they were steeped in the vice of pride, the vice which was the downfall of Satan himself. The Holy Rosary is the prayer par excellence of humble souls. It is the prayer of those who seek to imitate the humility of Our Lady, who in her canticle of the Magnificat, recited every evening in the office of Vespers, exclaims that all generations shall call her blessed precisely because the Lord has looked upon her lowliness. The humble prayer of the rosary ultimately, of course, prevailed over the Albigensians and their heresy eventually died out. The glorious crown of the rosary did not end with the victory over Albigensianism. This prayer was also critical in the stunning naval victory of Lepanto on the 7th of October, 1571, the first Sunday of the month, the victory of the Catholic Holy League over the Turks. Under the leadership of John of Austria, naval forces of the Papal States, Spain, Venice, and Genoa united to crush the Turkish fleet, freeing many Catholic slaves and rowers from the ships of the infidels in the process. Their victory followed the Prayer processions carried out in Rome the very same day by the confraternity of the Holy Rosary. It was this victory which prompted Pope St. Pius V to designate the 7th October as the Feast of the Most Holy Rosary. We who may never find ourselves in the midst of physical battles fraught with danger to our bodies nevertheless find ourselves in far more dramatic battles every day. The battle for the destiny of our immortal soul every time we are assailed by temptations. In both peace and war, in moments of tranquility, and when the evil one comes knocking at the door of our soul, let us never be found far from the company of Mary. She will bring our prayers to her divine son more effectively, more humbly, and more lovingly than we ever could by ourselves. So may we always honor her by the pious and prayer prayerful recitation of her rosary.